great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Quite a few stories to get to this morning. But I'm going to start by zeroing in on one particular story because it is troubling. And frankly, I'm just waiting for the charge of racism. Because it's in the it's in the Bernie Getz category. Only this time it's not a gun, it's a chokehold. And I will start out by stating this. There is a reason why law enforcement generally across the country is banned from using chokeholds. And it's for this reason. And this case that we're going to dissect this morning is why I have begged city officials to get crime under control, to get subway crime under control. You just knew this was going to happen, and it has. And here's a little trick, folks, when you can tell when a story has the potential of exploding. Whenever one of the tabloids assigns uh, three, four reporters to a single story, look out. That means the story has legs, and it's going to continue in the future, the very near future. What I'm referring to, the shocking video, and it's been talked about, that shows the New York City subway passenger putting the unhinged man in a deadly chokehold. Shocking video shows a New York City subway passenger putting the unhinged man in a deadly chokehold. Now, this happened this week in a Manhattan subway station, and the strap hanger is taking matters into his own hands. And again, I'm just waiting for the charge of racism. It's coming, trust me. The unhinged man that is dead, happens to be African-American, and the Marine veteran that put him in a chokehold is white. So this is a case that is in the category of another Bernard Getz. But at least in the Getz case, And Mr. Getz, uh, I've known him a while, and he listens to this program, listens to WABC. But in the Getz case, according to Mr. Getz, the four black youth tried to rob him. This case, 
I, I don't see – now we have one man that's dead and we have a Marine veteran, and I do not see how he will escape criminal charges. Authorities let him uh, leave the uh, scene and he was not charged, but they're waiting for the results of an autopsy. I do not see how this Marine veteran is not charged with manslaughter or murder. And so the 24-year-old Marine veteran stepped in after the vagrant identified as a Jordan Neely, 30 years of age, began going on an aggressive rant on a northbound F train Monday afternoon, according to police and a witness who took the video. And apparently the unhinged man, according to a freelance journalist, says he starts to make a speech referring to the disturbed man. We've all seen it as New Yorkers. It happens every day. And he starts, uh, according to the witness, starts screaming in an aggressive manner. The vagrant declaring he had no food, no drink, that he was tired and didn't care if he went to jail. He started apparently screaming all these things and then took off his jacket a black jacket that he had, and threw it on the ground. That's when, according to the strap hanger, the Marine veteran came up behind him. So in other words, there was no direct provocation and took him to the ground in a chokehold and keeping him there for some 15 minutes. So this chokehold... I'm I'm familiar with, very familiar with. We used to call it, when we were growing up in the Bronx, we used to call it putting each other to sleep. And if you, you basically put your, your left arm under the person's uh, uh, chin uh, on their neck, and then you put your right hand on the top of their head, and you're pushing the, the left hand in on the neck, and the hand on the head is pushing down, so it's putting pressure on your neck. And in about 15 seconds, it will put you to sleep in about 15 seconds. And so we used to do this as kids. Initially, the report said that the man was put into a headlock. And I'm like, huh, a headlock? You can't die from a headlock unless you're high on, on God knows what. But now it all makes sense. So he puts him in a chokehold, keeping him there for some 15 minutes. And the three-and-a-half-minute-long video that's shot by one of the uh, strap hangers shows the blonde subway uh, rider lying on the floor of the train with his arm wrapped around the man's neck. The train was stopped with the doors open at the Broadway Lafayette Street, Bleecker Street station, where uh, the conductor had called 911. So this this homeless man, whatever term you want, he had been living on the streets and had a history of mental, uh, mental health issues, and he lost consciousness after being put in the chokehold. I am telling you, folks, If anybody is put into a chokehold for more than two to three minutes, you're talking brain damage and and you're not going to survive. 
And apparently this man was put in a chokehold for uh, for uh, 15 minutes. And so the man, the Marine veteran, was taken into custody and later released without charges. The investigation is ongoing, and authorities are waiting on autopsy results before deciding whether to pursue charges. So in other words, reading between the lines, authorities are waiting to see the public backlash. And believe me on this one, folks, there's going to be public backlash. The man that's dead is black. The man that put him in a chokehold is white, a Marine veteran. And apparently uh, the video shows the man, his arms were flailing in the air and legs. And that's what happens in the chokehold. In an effort to free yourself, as um, another bystander tried to help hold the man down on the floor of the subway train. And then suddenly he stopped moving. The man was out of strength. So now we have a man that was uh, down on his luck. He's dead. And this Marine veteran is going to be in serious, serious trouble. He may not be in custody now, but here's what's going to happen. What was the provocation for you to put this man into a chokehold. It's not enough to say he was yelling and screaming in in the train and I felt threatened. That's not going to be enough. This Marine veteran, unfortunately, is probably going to be looking at criminal charges. And so it's a tough situation, and let's begin the conversation, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. I am telling you, folks, this is another Bernie Getz, but it doesn't involve a gun. It's a chokehold, and with the Getz situation, and this is why these no-good politicians should have done something. People can't take it anymore. People are going to take matters into their own hands. And now you have a Marine veteran that sacrificed his life for this country. And he's in the position of he put an unarmed, mentally ill man into a deadly chokehold. And to a large degree, it's not his fault. People are fed up and can't take it anymore. Let's start well, with the uh, telephone calls. Let's begin this morning with John in Brooklyn. Good morning, John. What's on your mind? Frank, I have seen this situation with crazy homeless people almost daily now on the trains. And sad to say, I am not surprised that this happened. I wish it didn't. And, in fact, I was telling your call screener that I saw this, too, as a Bernie Gets situation. Except here, uh, the perpetrator was not attacked by the homeless person, but he went ahead on his own to restrain him with deadly consequences. Yes. And so the the only thing, John, that may save this Marine uh, veteran is that uh, if this individual has enough uh, drugs in his system that would justify that 
for another cause of death. Other than that, this Marine veteran has got a big problem. I agree, unfortunately. And, you know, it, thank you for the call, John. It, it's, it's, it's a question of how much do you think people can take? Let's go to Tommy in Connecticut. Good morning, Tommy. What's on your mind? Good morning, Mr. Dominic. I deliver freight at uh, JFK. I'm a truck driver. There. They call me Tommy BC before before Christ. Anyway, uh, the Marine did the right thing. He, I don't care how many drugs that uh, other person that was yelling had. Okay, wait, 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 a... wait, 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 Tommy, Tommy, tell me why uh, he did. Uh, tell tell me why he did the right thing. Because he was protecting other people, sir. You don't need Tommy, people Tommy, and Tommy, Tommy, people. Tommy, Tommy. You cannot. You cannot just declare you're protecting other people when there's no deadly force at use. This Marine has got a, this Marine has got a huge problem. No, sir. No, sir. He did the right thing, sir. Okay. How many, how, Mr. Dominic? Yes. How many people, Mr. Dominic? How many people's lives did that person that was yelling in the train sir, ruin, sir? Tommy. So far, Tommy. Sir? You're, Tommy, you're making presumptions. You can't do that. Presumptions? Wait, wait, Come wait, on. wait, wait, Tommy. Tommy, it sounds like you're drunk. But but no, no, okay, I'm it, driving a truck. I'm I'm driving a truck. I I just parked a few okay, up, sir. Okay, okay, okay. So so may, maybe you're tired. May, maybe I'm tired. But yeah, but Tommy, but tired, Tommy, but, Tommy, yeah. Tommy, 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 you cannot yes, you cannot to prosecutors say unless the person illustrated deadly behavior. You cannot say this is what he was going to do. Did that work for Bernie Getz, or was he criminally charged? And did he do time in Rikers? Uh, you know, yeah, wait, wait! You didn't uh, answer my question. Did it work? Uh, for, did, uh, it work buddy, did it work for I Bernie Getz? I guess it didn't. Did it? And, and it's not going to work in this case. This Marine uh, has got. Listen, he may have been uh, defending others. It, it, yes. It's it's not his fault that he was put in this situation. But if the man, if all the homeless man is doing is yelling and screaming. And you decide on your own to walk up behind him and put him in a deadly chokehold and hold him in a chokehold for 15. You do realize police can't even do that, right? Mm, Yes, sir. So if police can't do it, you think the district attorney is going to be able to let this guy walk? Trust me, Tommy, uh, when, when the tabloids assign three, four reporters to a single story, that means it's about to blow up. And this is one that's about to blow. Unfortunately, yep. because you got a black victim and and a white marine veteran with blonde hair. But it has nothing to do with black and white, Mister. I, I, I agree with you. That... I I agree with you that it doesn't have anything to do with race. But you and well, I, I don't want but... a white guy yelling at me and yelling at people and stuff and trying, you know, uh, 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 assaulting people and stuff like that. You know, the guy's gonna go nuts. Okay, well, I, I, I hear you, Tommy, and, and good luck with your job, man. Thank you for the uh, call. Very good. Thank you, Very thank good. you, Tommy. Let's go to Pete. Now, apparently, Pete in New Hampshire agrees that what the Marine did was correct. So tell me why, Pete. I'm not saying he's correct in what he did, Dom. Thank you for taking my call, by the way. The truth of the matter was he was probably programmed to begin with in his head. I understand that. I've been in those in that situation overseas. And I'm going to tell you something, Dom, though. The problem is only going to get worse now. People are tired of the crap. Agreed. Agreed. And the other thing is, 
And I'm going to say this, Dom, I don't care what color anybody is. I don't see colors, Dom, in my world, okay? It's not just black and white anymore. It's right and wrong. That's the issue here. And, and the I, thing I, about I wish it could be that way. But I'm, but I'm telling you, I'm uh, telling you, wait, Pete, let me just tell you this. So yep. in, in the television newsrooms by tomorrow, maybe tomorrow, maybe the next day, this is the way it goes. The assignment editor walks over to the reporter, and they're going to say, we got a black victim that was choked to death. There's video of it, and he was homeless and crazy, and there's a white suspect, and here come the live trucks. I'm not saying it's right, Pete. I'm telling you, this is the way of the world in 2023, the world that we live in. The, the person to blame, yes, you can, Pete. Go right ahead. Dom, let me say this. When you have people like AOC, politicians running around, defund the police, and blah, 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 okay? And you have a mayor who is nothing but a limelighting slug. And I'm sorry to say that, Dom, and, and, and that people wonder why. People wonder why, and the question is why they're leaving New York City and New York State. This is one of the issues. This is one of the main issues. Pete, it's called crime, Dom. Pete, I, 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 agree, I agree with you, Pete, but the reality is you can't just walk up behind somebody, no matter how belligerent they were, and just put them in a deadly chokehold. You can't do that. You're right, Dom. You law, are absolutely law, right law about and, that. He's going to be arrested. Law enforcement oh, yeah. officials... Police are not allowed to use um, deadly chokeholds, chokeholds at all. You're right. And so, but we'll, 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 so Pete, you and I agree that it's unfortunate for this Marine. It really is unfortunate because his life is about to be turned upside down. It's going to be turned yes. upside down. He's going to be called every type of racist there is when, in reality, he had just had it. Anybody that's ever been on a train knows what it's like when these homeless people come through and they act like they're calling shots. They know what they're doing. They know exactly. And they're threatening everybody on the train. And it sounds like that's what happened here. But still, but still. Well, let me, well, Dom, let me ask you a question. Well, okay, quickly, Pete, go ahead. I'm going to ask you a question because you're the host of your program and I'm just a caller. No, you're not just a caller. Every one of you has equal say to me, but but go right ahead. All right. Tell me, Dom, how do you solve the problem then, the issue? And and that's why I'm blaming the politicians. That's the only way you solve it. Because people, because people, and Pete, thank you for the call. People are tired and fed up and it's inevitable that this was going to happen. It didn't happen with a gun, but perhaps even worse, it happened with a chokehold, a deadly chokehold. And if you put somebody in that chokehold for two minutes, for 30 seconds, they're out cold, sleep, and they'll wake up a few minutes later. 15 minutes, dead. And apparently, that's what happened in this case. John in Nevada. Good morning, John. What's on your mind? Hey, Dominic, you know, I feel terrible that the gentleman died, but basically he was making terroristic threats. He was threatening a strong arm rob, like 20 people on a train. They were trapped on the train with him. Nobody knew if he had a gun or a knife. He looked like a street wily character, uh, you know, a kind of street fighter guy. 
um, the Marine had to do something, and unfortunately, the guy died. Okay, but wait, but he hey, was, John, John, who says the Marine had to be the one to do something? Well, he to, was the most physically fit guy there to take care of the situation. And, and, so, and so that means he has to be the one to stand up and use deadly force? He's not a law enforcement official. He didn't mean to use deadly force. He was just trying to restrain the guy. For 15 minutes? <laughs> you put somebody in that chokehold, John, for 30 seconds, they're out cold sleep. And 15 minutes, no one can survive that. Now, I wasn't there. I don't know what happened. I really am trying to give the Marine, especially considering his service to our country, every benefit of the doubt. But this story has the element of race. Apparently, apparently, emphasis on apparently, the homeless man was not armed. He was just doing what a lot of homeless people do, being reckless, yelling and screaming, and threatening people. And and so unless there was a direct threat to the Marine, and even if there was a direct threat, there's still no justification for deadly force. Well, I tell you, in Virginia, we have a saying, don't pull out a piece unless you're ready to use it. And he pulled out a vocal piece, and he was screaming he was going to do this, that, and the other thing. And some Marines said, no, you're not. And he didn't do it. Well, guess what, John? We have the same saying here <laughs> in terms of uh, a, a weapon. Don't pull it out unless you plan on uh, using it. Uh, but th- this is a really, really tough situation, and I really feel for this Marine. Bec- thank you for the call, John, because the tabloids have already called him at home, trying to get him to comment. And and I hope he's a veteran and not an active uh, duty member, because if he is, his career is over. There's no way around this one. Let's go to uh, let's go to uh, Al and Yonkers. Good morning, Al. What's on your mind? Good morning to you, Dominic. You know, Dominic, whenever you use a chokehold, it's a dangerous situation. Uh, we remember uh, about five or six years ago the terrible tragedy on Staten Island with Eric Gardner, where the police officer who finally was terminated. It took too long. Put, in, put him in a chokehold and cost him his life. And as, as you remember, Dominic, in the early 90s, when uh, uh, an officer, I think his name was Lavatny, he used his issued uh, department-issued stick at the time to put Baez in a chokehold, and he cost him his life, and the officer also lost his job. So these situations are a very... Uh, anything can happen, and I agree with you. You really can't take the law in your own hands. I blame the politicians, Al. I really do. Because if the politicians had put a stop to this, these unhinged people, and I don't care how unhinged they are, they would realize they can't act out like that on the subway. Some of them still are going to. But we're in a climate now where they call the shots, they have the power, and they know it. They know it. That's right. And so for thank you for the call, Al. Thank so for for some reason, uh this Marine decided veteran to uh step up and he walked up behind the man and put him in a chokehold. Uh but he's got a tremendous problem because the press is about to awaken to this story. And uh it it's it, 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 it it's a Bernie gets two. Only it doesn't involve a gun. Our friend Hudson in the Bronx, it says, Hudson, this is the first time you disagree with me. Yeah, Dom, you know I love you, brother. Um, This is, if you let me finish, this is very careless what you're doing. Um, 
I think you understand more than anybody how much power that you have. I know that you know that Bragg listens to this. Everyone in that office listens to you. Yes. Um, everyone, res- ev- everyone respects your opinion. A- every that much. district attorney, and I do know my opinion is respected. Yes, you, you yes, and I yes. agree on that. So, so what I'm saying is that if you're going to tell the story and if you're going to say what happened, and I'll, I can come up with a million analogies where you pull a knife, you don't stab yet, or you pull a gun, you don't shoot yet. You're not saying the full story. The guy said right before he put him in a chokehold, it's in every article that I read. He goes, I'm ready to go to in jail. So when you tell someone in right. there, you throw your coat right. down, you start throwing this, but you haven't said that Hudson, yet. Hudson, Hudson, wait, 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 Hudson, Hudson. I'm ready, I'm ready to go to jail is not an implication for someone to use deadly force. But and, you haven't and, mentioned and, that and, yet. But and, you haven't mentioned okay, that but, yet. but you know what? And, and I, I would have mentioned it in the recap, but I was trying to get to the telephone calls. You're, you're correct. He did apparently say, I'm ready to go to jail. That's irrelevant, completely irrelevant in the grand scale it's of not. this. It, it is. So because, okay, okay, so, okay, so Hudson, so what does that mean? It I'm ready to go to it, jail. Okay, it means that as a grown man, and you're a grown man, and you have the same heart that I got, and if I'm in the subway, and I'm capable like that guy is, and there's a whole bunch of women in there, and this guy, because you know, because we okay, both Hudson, New York, please, please tell, times, please times, tell me what times, it means. I'm ready to go to jail. Means, tell me what that means. It, it means that how many times have you seen someone do that? And okay, then they kill, but okay, and then they okay, 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 so wait, 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 so Hudson, 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 that's open to interpretation. I may agree with you. But to a prosecutor, you can't say that's a ground to 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 say that someone was justified in using a chokehold. That that's um, open I'm, to interpretation. Hudson, I'm telling you, you 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 started out saying that the district attorneys listen to me, and they do, and I know all of them on a personal. But I am telling you, this Marine veteran has got a huge problem. He's so going. He's going to be criminally charged because the district attorney is going to, unless unless a huge amount of drugs show in this man's uh, autopsy, or there's another reason that they can pin his death on. This, unfortunately, this Marine veteran is going to have a huge problem. Okay. Well, let's hope. Let's hope and pray that he doesn't. But if you can, Don, please, for this guy's sake, because he seems like a good guy. And you're just trying to do the right thing. And even if there is no drugs, just try to push that point. Because like you said, they listen to you. They're listening to what you're saying right now. And they're like, if they thought about, hey, let's prosecute them. We don't prosecute them. Right now, they're like, let's get them. Because right. they're listening okay. to okay. you. But, but Hudson, so, so, so one, I know they're listening, right? That's number one. They're always, always listening. Number two, what I'm telling to you right now, Hudson, you're going to see this play out in the newspapers over the next couple of days. This train has already left the station. So they, 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 when, and when that video gets out, if it gets out, that's going to be damning of, of someone whose arms is uh, going up and down in the air as you're literally taking the life out of them. When apparently they had no uh, notice on uh, uh, apparently. They apparently had no weapon, and they were just running off at the mouth. That's not I grounds you, to you. But, Hudson, you know I love you, man. Best wishes yeah. to your wife, and, and thank you. Hey, I appreciate the fact that you call me up and tell me that, you know, for the first time you disagree with me. Um, we'll, we'll see how this plays out. But I am just telling you, as someone that has been on the front line of covering these types of stories, this is eerily close to Bernie Gets 2. Only it doesn't involve a gun, 
instead a chokehold. And, of course, it starts with the fact that this homeless man uh, uh, is in the train acting a complete fool. And and people people couldn't take it. And they felt threatened. And this Marine apparently felt that he had to do something. But I wish that he hadn't because his life is going to change now. And for what? For what? People can't take it anymore. And th- this is why these politicians, these progressives, they have got to go. I would not want to be the district attorney in, in this type of case. A black man that's choked to death in a chokehold with a white Marine veteran. I wouldn't want to handle a case like this. We are going to take a break, and I, I have many other stories to get to, but but this is the uh, the whopper, the doozy that you're going to be reading about. Whether, whether we want to or not, you're going to hear a lot more about this case. And then that means looking into the Marines' background, and all types of things. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we will have more of your telephone calls. We're going to go to Brooklyn, Queens, Yonkers, White Plains, Philadelphia, and Yorktown. Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back. I haven't even gotten the opportunity to deal with the um, the situation of Bud Light sales are down 20%. Down 20% uh, after the relationship uh, with the uh, transgender influencer. Bad move. Bad move. What we're talking about, and we see all of your telephone calls, a New York City man threatening strangers on a Manhattan subway dies after a Marine vet puts him in a chokehold. So the homeless man was threatening passengers on on the train, and Hudson is correct. Uh, He did say, I'm ready to go to jail today. And then apparently took off his jacket and put his jacket on the floor and he was threatening people and as a group. And apparently the Marine veteran walked up behind him and threw him into a chokehold. I am telling you folks, that chokehold, we used to play that game as kids. And within 30 seconds, you are out cold sleep. If someone... The, the key is never to let them grab you in the chokehold because once they get you in that chokehold, it's over. And so apparently, I want to make sure I got the details correct here. The Marine veteran held the um, the homeless man in this chokehold for some 15 minutes. Now, let me point this out. That doesn't mean that he's um, applying pressure the entire time. You can apply nonstop pressure with your hand that's behind the on top of the person's head and you're forcing the head to go in while you're pushing go, to go down while you're pushing in on the neck so if the person is not resisting you can just hold the lock and they won't feel any pain 
but you can you can continue to choke them out. And there is a reason why law enforcement across the country is not allowed to use chokeholds, and it is exactly this reason. So I am telling you folks that no matter what this homeless man said, unless he came at someone with a weapon or or something like that, this veteran, unfortunately, has got a huge legal problem. They let him go home, but the public pressure is only going to build. This is no Jose Alba. The pressure is only going to build, and he's going to be criminally charged, probably with manslaughter. When it's not his fault, it's the fault of these phony, progressive politicians that made this type of situation possible. Let's go to Rob in Yorktown. Good morning, Rob. What's on your mind? Hey, Dominic, how you doing? Good, good. Please go right ahead. I usually agree with you all the time, but this time, um, I can't agree. No way. Um, the gentleman, he's making terrorist threats all the strap hangers. And that ju- and that and that just wait wait Rob 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 Rob. So yes. you you said he was making terrorist threats, right? And yes. does that justify using deadly force? Oh, he didn't. Uh, no, he, well, he didn't. Um, he didn't go to to use deadly force. He went to put him down. He didn't. He didn't want to rob, 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 rob. You put that's open to interpretation and a prosecutor is going to say, let the jury decide that not you or I. I'm telling you, Rob, you you put somebody in one of those chokeholds for over a minute. You also don't know if he had a weapon. Okay, but okay, but Rob, he's making he's making. Okay, so so Rob, Rob, Rob. On, On this program, I tell people the truth. I don't I don't do the the popular thing in terms of I'm going to give you what you want to hear. I tell you the truth. And yes, I'm tell and yes, I'm telling yes, you Rob based on based on 40 years experience and it's sad and tragic this marine has got a big problem. The police let him go uh initially. Well, I, he's I, got he's got a big problem for one reason and one reason only. And what's that? The friggin' district attorney, Bragg. That's no, no. It, it's the, oh, that, that's right. I'm thinking this is Queens. This is Manhattan. You are correct. That's that's the only reason. Oh boy, oh boy. Yeah, Rob, thank you for helping me here. I'm thinking this was going to be Melinda Katz, but no, this is Alvin Bragg. And so now Bragg's got an even bigger and, problem and, himself um, because he's soft thing, on crime. One, one, Go ahead. One, one more thing too. It shouldn't be that he put down a black homeless man. It should be that he, it was a homeless man that was go, that was making terrorist threats. Doesn't matter what he was. Right. I, hey, Rob, I agree with you. I agree with you a thousand percent. Which narrative do you think the media is going to go with? No, I understand. Yes, yes. The, 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 media, the media is going to go with the narrative of an unarmed... Homeless black man 
was choked out. And historically, we know what chokeholds mean in communities of color. See, that there's a long history of chokeholds have been used to kill people. And it's just, it's, it's very tragic. And a, a prosecutor uh, at a first-year law school will easily say, you're a United States Marine, and you didn't know that putting this man in a chokehold for 15 minutes would take his life? And and how do you get around that? You don't, Rob. Well, he'll, he'll say, well, I didn't try to kill him. I was just trying to um, subdue him. Right. Just trying to. And, and the prosecutor will say, we'll let the jury decide whether or not they buy your story. But, Rob, I, I do. I do appreciate your call. Let's stay with the Robs. Let's go to Rob in Philadelphia. Good morning, Rob. What's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. It's good to talk to you again. Um, I have two quick ones. Uh, the first one is really quick. Um, if I'm on that train and I don't know what was said, so I'm not making any decisions. I'm tending to agree with what you're saying on this. But if this guy says, I'll kill everybody on this car, I'm thinking of doing something, okay? Now, I'm not saying he deserves to die, and I'm not saying, you know, anything like that. But, I mean, a threat against everybody in this MF and car is a threat against me, you know? But um, I'm, I'll, I'll wait to see what comes out to make a final determination on that. But I will say one thing. These DAs and their misconduct with prosecuting criminals has effect on the law-abiding citizens in a bad way. Agreed. 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 But they don't care about that. Agreed. They don't care about that. But maybe they'll care about this. This person who is amongst the group of people that they seem to care about so much would still be alive if they actually enforced the law and he wasn't Agreed. in that position to make those threats. Agreed. So there's there's a lot going on here, man. I just, Agreed. I just because to, okay. because this, this Marine this Marine is a victim in all of this as well. And I'm going to say it. They're going to say well, they're going they're going to be people who are going to get up very upset with me, Rob. How can you say that the Marine is a victim? He choked this man out for 15 minutes. Well, why did he choke him out for 15 minutes? And and He's a victim uh, of social circumstances. Yes, 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 yes. You have a great night, Dominic. Thank you, Rob. I I appreciate your call. Let's go to Russ in White Plains. Good morning, Russ. What's on your mind? Hey, Dominic. It was Bernie Getz against five people, right? Four, four, four. Sorry. What I saw in that video is a gang assault on a mentally ill person, and a woman was standing around. That Marine had another guy with a a Marine haircut. They were holding the mentally ill person's hands. That Marine felt the life twitching out of that person, okay? So there's more dangerous people on the roads than on the subway. That guy, Tommy, the truck driver, I can imagine him driving a truck and reacting to someone who cuts him off. He shouldn't even be driving a truck. Then someone said it's a strong-arm robbery. Then they said he's going to kill everyone. What I want to say, though, is that the message that was sent by Bragg, and you know what I'm going to say, it started with Jose Alba. They made up the same stories that Jose Alba was being robbed. Jose Alba didn't even face deadly force, but when you start letting people self-govern by primitive violence, this is what you Wait, 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 no, no, wait, no, it's okay, Russ, no, no, it's okay, it's okay. Now, now, Mr. Alba was minding his business when the girlfriend is mad because her EBT card won't work, 
and I'm going to go get my boyfriend. And she brings the ex-con back. The ex-con goes behind the counter, behind the counter. Jose Alba doesn't know if this man has a knife, a gun. He doesn't know. And as a matter of fact, Jose Alba said, please, I don't want any trouble. Mm-hmm. And then he okay. tried He tried to escape. Even though he was cornered, he tried to get around the man. This situation with the Marine is going to be much worse because the homeless guy, based on all accounts, didn't even get a chance to defend himself. The Marine walked up from behind him and threw him into a deadly uh, chokehold. Absolutely. It was a gang assault. I saw three people on the, the mentally ill person, okay? But what I'm saying is that it goes by increments. When you send a message that people can defend themselves because there's no police around, the same thing happened at that garage on 31st Street, Dominic. We don't hear about that. That garage worker came out and shot the man out in the street, but it was a made-up lie that Brad conducted because Brad doesn't want any problems. He's a weak, cowardly person. A proportionate response is what's important. If we don't have that, we're shooting people for a leaf blower. We're shooting at trespasses. We're shooting through a door, okay? That's what's going on. Okay. Thank thank you, Russ. Before I take a break for the Chronicles of Dominic Carter, I want to go to Char on Long Island. Good morning, Char. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. And I'm really sorry about the level that this conversation is taking. I can hear almost hysterics in your voice you're so upset no i'm not no no i'm not upset you, you have to understand i i have i have to remove myself emotionally and on well, on, on, this, on on every case that, that i've covered so i'm not upset at all but go okay. right ahead well this story was reported earlier on wabc on another show one thing that you have failed to mention is the history of of the man that died. Okay, now, now, wait, 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 uh, wait, 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 wait. Are you sure about that? Absolutely. Are you, you sure I didn't? Wait, 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 wait. Are you a thousand percent sure that I didn't mention anything about his history? Yes, other than he was homeless. I mentioned he was homeless. I mentioned he was deranged. He also has the only thing I didn't mm-hmm. say as of yet, and I will, is that he had a, cr- a okay. criminal record, a number of arrests. But what does that How have many, to do? Dominic? Wait, 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 How wait, many? wait, wait. Listen, I've got to take a break. Okay. What does that have to do with anything? This for the same reason that you keep mentioning the history of the Marine. Okay, but I, I but, I, it- but I but 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 I said but I said that the Mar- the man. Uh, hey, hey, Matt, do, um, do me a favor, Matt Blaze. Did, did I not? Did I not mention that the man was deranged? That he had on a black jacket? Yes. Yes. That he threw the jacket yes. on the floor? That he was acting yes. crazy? Did I? Did I? Did I? That, of course, that's history. Did, did I? No. Did I not say that repeatedly? Yes. No. You, you see, you see, Char. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. You want to hear what you want to hear. That's oh, no, that's no, no, no. okay. I want you to say. This man had a history as a huge rap sheet. He's out there screaming. Okay, 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 okay. So wait, okay, so wait, 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 wait. Let's say he's screaming. Let's say he's threatening people's lives. Let's say he's been arrested a hundred times. Right. That's right. Right. Let's say. Oh, let's say all of that is true. He's still the marine. The marine is still going to be arrested because what is the use for deadly force? Now I'd like for you to answer that. Before and I'm re- I'm very late for a break. What is the use? Let's say he was arrested five hundred times. If if a, if a marine if a marine comes up behind him and he does not have a weapon, 
What is the use of deadly force? What is the rationale? Save your life as well as those around you. I'm sorry. There okay, is okay, so, no... okay, so Matt, let, let me ask you and Kenneth. So Char and I are having this discussion. What do you guys think? And, and I haven't um, even talked to you about this. Yeah, I, I, I understand what the Marine did. And I agree, this guy came in yelling, erratic, throwing garbage at people, threatening people, saying he doesn't care if he goes to jail, which can, which people can think, well, that means he can do anything. So I don't really, I don't have a problem with the Marine putting him in a chokehold. But, like you said, 30 seconds, the guy was out. And he, there was no reason for him to be in that chokehold for 15 minutes. Once he was out, he should have let let go and let him lay on the on the in the train, and that would have been it. Kenneth, you're you're the youngest of the bunch. What do you think? Yeah, I mean the guy didn't directly attack anyone or use any sort of physical force on anyone on that subway car. So you know that's not grounds for the marine, like you said, to use deadly force at at any level. I mean he was. I think he was right in bringing the guy down, but yeah, killing him was definitely excessive. So, Char, I've got to take a break, but I'll give you the final word here. I'm sorry, Dominic. Did he intentionally kill him, or did he kill him? That was the outcome of grabbing Char, him. Char, 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 please listen to me. <laughs> and this is the problem that the Marine has. If you put anybody in a chokehold for longer than a minute, they're going to have serious problems. And to put them in a chokehold for 15 minutes, that points to intention. That's the problem no. that this Marine has. Okay, no. so then, no. so then, okay, so please, so, so then please tell me, how can you legally justify putting someone in a deadly chokehold for 15 minutes? If all that Marine had to save all the people on the train were his hands, and maybe after he put his hands around that man's neck, he himself just felt that if I let go, this guy will wake up. He'll come after me. He'll hurt somebody. I have to keep him down. And, ba- and, ba- and ba- based on what, and based on what you just said, Char, that's a conviction. What you just said that if I let him go, he'll come after me. To keep him there in fifteen minutes, what you just said, Char, points to intention, conviction. Dominic, yes. If yes. I were on that train and that happened in front of me, and that Marine saved my life as well as everybody else on the train, because none of us will ever know what could have happened, woulda, coulda, shoulda. We will have no idea. I, I agree I with you. I agree with you. I agree with you on woulda, coulda, shoulda. It's dangerous. But I'm telling you that this Marine, I covered Bernie Getz more than most, spent time with Bernie alone privately. This is another Bernie Getz situation, and it is. I don't I, agree and, with and, you. And, and it's okay. Well, Char, I've let you have your I say. I, Char, I've let you have your say. I'm five minutes over my break. Uh, what we're gonna do? We're gonna pass on the chronicles. Uh, but what we, because of all the calls, what we'll do is take a break. When we come back, we'll go immediately back to your telephone calls. We'll be right back. WABC. I heard you were looking for me. And we are back. A city medical examiner autopsy has been uh, 
slated to determine what killed this uh, mentally ill homeless man whose criminal uh, history included more than 40 arrests. Police are also looking uh, at him or were looking at him for an assault he allegedly committed in November of 2021. And a Marine veteran, um, police uh, authorities released him, but uh, charges are still pending. And I don't blame the Marine. I blame the politicians that have created this environment. And now this Marine, his life is going to change forever. Period, full stop, bottom line. Tony in New Jersey. Good morning, Tony. What's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. Clearly, I do have sympathy, some sadness for the Marine who was probably on adrenaline because he wasn't thinking clearly and he was just doing whatever he thought was right. I I agree with you on that, Tony. I agree with you. So listen. But he should have known that he was in Alvin Bragg territory. That's what one caller said. And I don't know if him being on adrenaline can justify in a jury's eyes that he was actually defending people. You know, he was on adrenaline, and I think he went several steps too far. Whether people like it or not, you know, crime is crime. And if that man didn't have a weapon— you're right. What, what was he defending everybody from? They could have bailed. They could have laughed. They could have ran. They could have all jumped on the man. But certainly they didn't have to take the breath out of his lungs. But it, it's a, Tony, I, I appreciate your call. I appreciate your perspective. It's it's a tough situation. And, and this is why I've been begging politicians to stop this. I can't say the term that I really want to use because we're on the radio and regulated by the FCC. But um, I've been begging politicians to stop this because it was inevitable that something like this was going to happen. People can only take but so much. And we've reached that point. And now this Marine, look at the situation that he's in. Right now he's home, and he doesn't know if the police are going to show up to his door and tell him that that he's under arrest after he was already after he's already been in custody for this. Teddy and Yonkers, good morning, Teddy. What's on your mind? Uh, good morning, Dominic. Uh, thanks for taking my call, Dominic. M- most of the time, I agree with you, and I agree with you, and I understand what you're talking about comparing it to the Bernie Getz situation. But Dominic, you know certain things that I may not know. What about the idea of an ounce of prevention is worth a thousand cure and the threat? Okay, wait, 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 Teddy, Teddy, wait, I'm short on time, so I can't deal with any long, elaborate stories. I have no idea what you're talking about. You said that. If you feel that someone is threatening you, Dominic, Kitty Genovese, no one went to her. No, I I got you, Teddy. I don't have time for that right now. What are you telling me directly? You got to get to the point. I think with the witness 
buses on the subway uh, car, they're going to come to that Marine's defense and say they felt threatened. They felt that what, what should have happened, Dominic? Should, the, should that homeless person go up to a woman in her face and raise his hand and then you're saying it would be okay? What, what happened? It's, it's not, Teddy, yeah. Teddy, 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 thank you for the call. It's not up to me of whether or not it's okay or not. I am telling you, folks, that if the homeless man did not have a weapon, did not have a weapon in a court of law, it's going to be very hard on this Marine when he used deadly force and came up behind the man and put him into a deadly chokehold for some 15 minutes. We may all sympathize with the Marine. We're all frustrated. But he's got a tremendous legal problem. I'm going to continue with your calls, but first I'm joined by Frank Morano and the other side of Midnight. Good morning to you, Hello sir. Hello there, Dominic. So what do you have coming up? Well, one of my favorite uh, type of shows. We do this every two weeks. Going to be joined once again to talk all things related to outer space with Steve Cates, Dr. Skye guy with the best voice in radio and someone who um, is the go-to expert on a lot of this. This is going to be our first conversation since this uh, Elon Musk starship blew up, and we're going to get into what that means for the future of the private space program and the public space program. And I had a great conversation with Tony LoBianco yesterday, and a lot of people were really struck by what he said about veterans, namely veteran suicide. So I've invited back historian David O. Stewart, and we're going to get into an aspect of American history that doesn't get talked about a lot, and that is the issue of veteran PTSD during the Civil War. You hear a lot about the people killed during the Civil War, a lot about the people injured, not a lot about the PTSD. So we're going to get into that, and we have some fun stuff that we're going to get to as well. I look forward to the show together. Let's uh, squeeze in as many calls as we can. Greg on Long Island. Good morning, Greg. I'm short on time, so you have to get directly to the point. All right, Dominic. Uh, the point is that I always agree with you, but in this one, my the guy that called before said that people attacked this homeless guy. We keep calling him a homeless guy. I call him a guy with forty-four arrests in, in thirty years of life. Okay, but okay, 16, but what? But why? But why do you disagree with me? Go ahead. My daughter was on the train. Right. Thank God that Marine was on the train. Okay, but you and know what? But but but, but that but that but Greg, not that's not Greg. Greg, Greg, thank you for the call. That's not a legal explanation for use of deadly force. Deadly force. We may all feel the Marine did what he had to do, but emotion is not what's in the courtroom. The law is very simple. Was there a threat of of deadly force? And that's what the problem is going to be for this Marine. Frank Marano is coming up. But first, news headlines with Alex Barnard, and I'll see you again tomorrow. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.